Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden mother and crone, looking at ourselves and the world from the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. My name is Amber Garvin, and I am here with my two co-hosts, Kristen Hessler and Cindy Murray. Hello. And today is kind of a, yeah, not really controversial, but a topic that has been debated a lot. Very hotly. And um, we all three admit that, like, we're not really into social media anymore until we started Modern Musings, which kind of, like, we've been trying to get back into it and advertise and everything like that, which we'll talk about that here in a minute Um, Our episode today is about the ups and downs of social media, which is definitely a hot topic because, you know, there are lots of things like going on with kids in social media and adults in social media. And um, I just want to talk about it like uh, I was sitting here when I was thinking about uh, this episode And I was thinking about pros and cons of social media, which, um, you know, I look at my pros list. I made a list, you know, because I like to make lists. And I was looking at my uh, pros and cons list and like I'm looking at the pros and um, each of these pros kind of have a con to go with them. Mm -hmm. They're not 100% like hands down pros. Yeah. Most definitely. So... I just wanted to kind of go through my list and we could talk about it, kind of give like our own horror stories that mm-hmm. have to go with it. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's like a girl wash your face of social media. Yeah. Girl, girl, wash your, <laughs> girl, wash your social media. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, you know, like I said before, like, uh, probably the most, oh man, I don't even know. Like, uh, I think I, this is tough. Because at the beginning of, I know, at the mid-2022, I deleted my personal Instagram, which was really tough. Yeah, I remember Be- you were talking about it for a while. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I wanted to delete it. I wanted to get away from that. And I deleted my personal inf- Instagram. And it was really tough on me because I had photos and memories and stuff on there like my mom was my friend on Instagram you know and stuff like that that like I really can't in like people's profiles that you know I really can't get access to anymore Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was uh, really sad you know but truth be told I have counting the modern musings one I have four other Instagrams. <laughs> well, um, and it's it's funny because um, I really like kind of started using Instagram again after many years of not using it during COVID, where As I was did a lot of people, yeah, right. And I was bored at home, and I started posting pictures of my cats on Instagram, and I would get a lot of likes. So I made their own Instagram, and. I have almost a thousand, my cats have almost a thousand followers. Wow. Yeah, they, uh, they blew up. They have a lot of followers. And um, I was also just like posting random pictures of food that I ate. And I would get a lot of likes. And so now, and so I made my own food Instagram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with food pictures. And I have a lot of followers. And then I have what I call a crap posting, I guess, Instagram, like a a spam, as the kids call it, of just like random writer's nonsense. Kind of like a Tumblr, but uh, Instagram. Okay. And so, but I, you know, I don't really use those a lot, but I deleted my personal Instagram and I said to myself that I'm just going to be in personal with Instagram. Okay. Okay. So, and that was actually kind of freeing, if not a little bit sad. But it kind of like, um, it came with like a talk that I had with my coworkers at the beginning of the school year 
and one of my coworkers, and we all talked about detoxing from social media. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, you know, these guys uh, who are always on social media, like, they're going to try to detox. Well, I'm going to try to detox also, hence the deleting of my Instagram. But, like, I want to say that over the years, social media has been really, like, up and down for me, like, uh, as far as family members, uh, so on and so forth, which kind of, like, brings me to, like, my top pro on uh, social media is that, you know, it helps people connect, especially with family members. What do y'all think? Yeah. Yeah. I I actually can say that I benefit from that. Um, I remember, well, okay, just as mom has mentioned, she was married before. So um, my father, then when they divorced, married and had three sons. And they lived in, like, another state. And they're, like, 10 years, starting at 10 years younger than me. So I was never raised with them and barely only saw them, like, once or twice in my childhood and their childhood. And we reconnected after, like, 20 years. And, um, you know, one of my brothers I had never seen in person before. So um, I found the oldest one on MySpace and I was like, you know, this is probably the worst thing. Hey, I'm your sister. <laughs> you know, because I was just praying. I was like, I really it hope happens. my dad, you know, like told them who I was because I don't know. Right. You know, and and he was like, oh, hey, that's really cool. And I was like, oh, thank God, you know, it's who I am. You know, I was like, I hope I'm not ruining this, you know, 18 year old boy's life. You know? right. <laughs> so <laughs> I messaged him and then, you know, the younger ones, you know, had social media, so I was able to connect with them. And, um, you know, I have, because we live all over the United States now, I have a little bit of a connection with them through social media because Mm -hmm. we don't often, like, I've only actually seen them in person a couple of times now as an adult. But it was really neat to be able to connect with them on social media. Um, Otherwise, I would not have known how to get in touch with them because – they do not live with my dad. They live with their, they grew up with their mom. And so I feel like without Facebook and MySpace and those things, I probably would have never connected with them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or would have been like maybe in my thirties or forties before Mm -hmm. I ever got to connect with them. Right. And it might've been a one and done kind of thing because we all have very different lives. So very true. Like, um, that is one thing that had, come of uh, Facebook when it came out Mm -hmm. is it allowed me to connect with random people from my childhood yes like especially when Facebook first started coming out you were kind of like searching for people like hey does this person have a Facebook like yes Mm -hmm. this one guy his name is Mark Lodkinus and we're still friends on Facebook that we went to summer camp together, 4-H summer camp in like fifth and sixth grade. Oh, wow. And he found me on Facebook. That's cool. I mean, that's yeah. like a pretty crazy. Like I have a few stories like that, like uh, this uh, girl named Alice. And uh, we went to, we were in campfire girls together in like kindergarten and first grade. And she found me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, uh, when we were moving from Lubbock to Dallas, I was transitioning from seventh to eighth grade. And so all of the kids that I went to elementary school and junior high with, I was, you know, not going to see ever again, mm-hmm. I thought. And, you know, they were all going to grow up and go to a different high school or whatever. And so, you know, I go off to college and now Facebook is open to the public and it was really easy to find those kids because there were groups mm-hmm. on Facebook and I was able to go find my elementary school and see all the people that liked my school. And then I was like, oh, okay, they were in my class. They were in my class in third grade. They were in my sixth grade class. Mm-hmm. And there's my friend mm-hmm. from the cafeteria and there's a girl I used to play in the you know, a PE with, you know, and that was really cool. Right, yeah. Um, and I don't know if kids do that now, but I feel like mine and Amber's generation 
And you and probably yours too. We went oh, yeah. back and like looked yeah. at everyone oh, in the yeah. yearbook and tried to find them on Facebook. And like yeah. most of the people I'm friends with on Facebook are the people that I went to elementary school uh-huh. and junior high with yeah. in high school. Yeah, and I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of those too. And that's really cool. Like you can connect uh, after years and years, or as you said, fam- you know, family members that live in different states yes. that you wouldn't normally talk to. Mm-hmm. Like say, like um. My dad's side of the family, we got together maybe once every couple of years in around Thanksgiving or Christmas. And um, that was the only time I ever saw them. Like, I have cousins in Houston that I could probably say I've seen, like, maybe five times in my life. But mm-hmm. we found each other over yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and now you can yeah. see what they're having for dinner on any given night. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, you know, or but you that know, also see pictures kind of, of their child. That you know? kind of brings up the negative part of it, too, though, because yeah, yeah. then you're sometimes with family, we're a little more judgy mm-hmm. than other people. And, and I know this for, you know, from dealing with my sister and my brother on Facebook and things, you know, that... Um, Sometimes I would see things that my sister was cooking for dinner and she, she was a diabetic and I would be like, why are you eating that? You know, Mm -hmm, (laughs) so you get a little bit of that negative negativity there. So you're, you know, like you were talking about the positives and the negatives. Yeah. Now, now your business is everybody's business. It's out there. It, yeah, yeah. If you choose it to happen. Well, you know, kind of like my food Instagram, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Why is she eating all... Uh, truth be told, though, on that, like, I don't really... Because, you know, I've had bariatric, bariatric surgery. I don't eat a lot of food. I literally, like, only take a bite of that food and then I buy Save it for the... Save the rest pay. for less. Yeah, yeah, well, I give it to my fiancé because he eats food. <laughs> <laughs> and he's skinny. He's skinny. <laughs> right. Like, he has a high metabolism. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now, yeah. Right. We've had that discussion and before, I, too. I, I bet you everyone who's listening has had some kind of repercussion of having a family member on Facebook. Oh, gosh, Facebook yes. Oh, sure. I remember oh. when my mom joined Facebook, and I was like, oh, great. <laughs> there yeah. goes all my fun. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. yeah and- <laughs> well, and, you know, and, it, and it's because, you know, well, and there's, there's other repercussions of it as well, not just family members, but, but yeah, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. It's like you you don't have this little quiet place with your friends anymore. It's like everything you do is out in the open. It really is. And yeah. so it's like maybe I want to share this with my friends, but I don't necessarily oh, want to share it with and my family. And that's one thing that, family. you know, you bring up a really good point. Uh, that might be something later. But mm-hmm. so when you're on Pinterest or Instagram, you have a curated you know, people that you follow, you are cherry picking your interests, right? Right. But when you're on Facebook, it's everyone wants to be your friend. It's kind of like you can't, you know, be not friends with your aunt. That would be rude, right? She would just be like, I don't know why she doesn't want to be my friend. So, but if you have different political beliefs or other things, that's all you see is everything that everybody else posts on yeah, your Facebook. That, that's, that's what like you're a, looking at. And, is and it can get Facebook. overwhelming yeah. and frustrating because yeah. people are people who are your friends who you oh, would not normally they, talk about those things with. Yes. It's all in your face. It's like in it's your all face all, all the time timeline. because they're posting it on their yeah. Facebook. And, and one of your family members might say something on your wall that is not necessarily like your same belief. And then your friend might <laughs> not know that that's your great aunt. And regardless of her belief or I'm not saying mm-hmm. my great aunt. I'm just using that Right, example, right. But, no, but <laughs> I've yeah. actually had that happen where, where someone posted something. Friends was kind of disrespectful to one of my friend family right. members and vice versa. Right, so, right. Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. kind of like uh, it, willing it is. and it's understanding a, of those possibilities. And I'm sure right. everyone's had some issue like that right. before. Um, I generally just uh, stay away from posting on Facebook I, right. anything that has anything to do with any kind of belief. But, you know, it's it's funny, though, because sometimes you think you're being very careful not to post. But not yeah. posting also. Not posting your belief or a political view or whatever. And people will still come in behind you 
and add their slant to whatever it is you said. Yeah, or like you post a picture of something and mm-hmm. someone is like, oh, well, I am not, uh, you know, I am very religious and that is not very religious, so we're not going to talk to you anymore. Or um, yeah, yeah, you uh, give any kind of like hint to how you feel about, I don't know, sexuality or something like that. And then somebody Mm -hmm. else comes in that, like, uh, you know, starts spouting different things at you. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, you're dead to me because you posted a pro-LGBTQ meme on Facebook. Right, right. Yeah. It's hard to, like, unfollow. Like, they say you can just keep scrolling, but when it's constantly, like, being fed to you yeah. by people in your close circle, it's hard to right to, it is. Like, sort through yes. all of that yeah. mentally yeah. and physically. So you said you had a list. What mm-hmm. else is What's on next? your list? Well, uh, you know, uh, another pro would be access to information. But the con to that would be <laughs> mis- like ax- yeah, misinformation. Misinformation. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of that yeah. out there. A lot of that out there. And I wouldn't Especially say that social media is COVID. the best place for the source of information. But I, people will can. go to social media right. for their news. Right. I love it. Well, not necessarily for news, but because you can say like, hey, all my lady friends, what's a good way to get a stain out of a shirt? Because one of my right. friends posted that one time. And you were able to give her, like, a really good idea and save the day. And for me, I feel like that's a really great way to get information from people. Pinterest, right. DIY, right. TikTok. Right, like right. Uh, right. When just connecting with people. Because, because yeah. you people are having, often have the know. answers to that. Yeah. But at the same time, there is that, um, you know, you gave the information, COVID as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, politics is another fine example. And, you know... I hate to use the word, but, or the phrase, fake news, but it exists on both sides. And it's not just. used to go Snopes? Yes. Thank God for those guys. Well, yeah, but then there's people who are saying nope nope to Snopes because supposedly it has a political slant. Don't know if it does or not. But I believe but everything does. Like, well, everything. Really we're humans. We're humans. We all have our own beliefs. Going to be out there, you know. But that's but that's the thing is you you can't take everything you read as the gospel. And it, some people do. Like some people will really believe. And and okay, I have an example of something bad. And I think we've talked about this before. But Kristen's husband oh, posted. That like Alan Jackson died on Facebook, <laughs> and instead of fact checking myself, I freaked out and I went to my coworker and said, "Oh my God, Alan Jackson is dead!" And she looks at me and she goes, "You're lying! Stop lying!" And I'm like, "I saw it on Facebook." And as soon <laughs> as the words left my mouth, you were like, "Oh my like, God, what is Johnny wrong? Depp is moving to Vernon." You remember right? that? Yeah. <laughs> that was my first experience with fake news. Amber and I were like, no way. <laughs> He's moving to your town. That's so cool. Yeah. And you know? it was just like, it was like but, so bad. And I'm like, I text Chris. I was like, your husband needs to stop posting on Facebook. I've never listened well, to and him that, You know, I lecture people about that all the time. And, you know, we used to do with Girl Scouts, um, we used to do, uh, and this is a form of social media, um, the IRC chat, internet relay chat. Um, that we would get on and and it was basically just a chat chat rooms um, mm-hmm. and we would do this in Girl Scouts um, with other scouts so they would have these hosted events where mm-hmm. the scouts would all get together on these Private dedicated servers and and chat with scouts from all over the world and we had some very specific training that we went through you know we we always um, tied it in with the merit badges about um internet internet safety safety and things like that so um but you know that was one of the things is to always fact check before you pass on information that you've heard on the internet and things and there are so many people you know who pass pass things on and Mm -hmm. i'll i'll give you another example you know my husband has cancer and a family member of ours 
sends us frequently um, some, you know, news or information about all these medical treatments for cancer, these miraculous cures. And, you know, often it will come with a note that this person is so-and-so's brother or whatever, you know, and it's like, that doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean it's scientifically verifiable. It doesn't mean it's real. And, but just because it's someone she knows and trusts passed it to her or because it, they are a family member of someone she knows and trusts that said it, then it must be true. And it's like, these people pass it, they think it's true, but nobody has fact-checked it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's one of the things that we always talked about. Never, ever, ever pass on something like that and I was without being checking it dumb that well, day I, yes, honestly like I, I was we've like all a, done it yeah. you know I posted a thing <laughs> years ago somebody said something about um I've always been involved with breast cancer charities and things like that and somebody posted something about um the deodorants causing cancer it, breast cancer and you know, they, it was written out in this very scientific way. It made sense. I thought, this has got to be real. And I posted it. And sure enough, I mean, like five minutes after I posted it, somebody came back and followed up with, uh, this is why this is not real, blah, 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 blah. And, and it turns out it's not necessarily fake, but it's not verified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we did it was, a study of three people and all three people said that blah, 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 blah. Well, blah, and and no, like, it's, it's, <laughs> it was yeah. one of those things where the, the tests were inconclusive that, mm-hmm. and that's what the, the answer is. The tests are inconclusive. So we can't say that it caused breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And so you can't post that it causes breast cancer because they don't know if it does or not. Um, so there you have it. Um, but it, you know, it's, if you post it, somebody's going to call you out on it. Somebody will. And, you know, just because you think it came from a great source does not mean it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually preferred Facebook before you could share a thousand articles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. Because that's really what it is, is just people people like going online. Oversharing. Everything. And half the time it's not even Real. The regular users like you and me mm-hmm. sharing something externally. Like, I'm not going on the web and going, wow, this is a really cool website that I stumbled across. I'm going to share it on Facebook. It's people sharing stuff that's already shared. Already been Facebook. shared yeah, and, like, shared, already and shared, shared and shared and shared. Yes. That was not, you know, it was like purposefully put there by a company yeah. who's or, trying yes. to get clicks. Or, or like the, you know... As, as they have come to find out, you know, the Russians plant false news mm-hmm. trying to get to rile up our our and, electoral system. And, and, you know, they're finding that um, China has done the same thing in Korea and other places. And I'll probably get called out for saying that. But, um, you know, that's that is what they're finding is that, you know, corporations will start false rumors about another corporation um countries will start misinformation about politicians so you know they start it they pretend like they're this official source and then somebody else will grab it and and you know for it's one person shares it to two people two people share it to four people four people share it to 16 people and and before you know it it's you know and people take it as the gospel truth and it's not yeah so um, always fact check, you know, if you can't verify it, if you don't know the source and know that that source is without a doubt, 100% true, you know, do it. If somebody, you got a report that somebody died, go check the news. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's easy enough now, to I verify. I didn't share it on Facebook. I just saw no, it. No, no, I know, but. Shared it word But of people mouth. do share those It is those a virus things. though, 
in a way yeah. even even in the you same verbally way verbally spread it to somebody yeah. else yes uh, so if something bad happens to alan jackson it's my fault <laughs> I, I manifested it no not that no, I'm, j- I'm joking the, no, i'm the, joking the news itself yeah, yeah. but, but yeah. you can you know you can go look at the news and go somebody told me some kind of really old news the other day and i don't even remember what it was about but it was about a corporation and they were like, oh, yeah, they're they're filing bankruptcy and blah, 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 blah. And when I went and looked it up, it was they had filed for bankruptcy like 10 years ago. Yeah. They've come out of bankruptcy and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And it was like. That's another thing that people do is they'll like share a post from 2015 like it just happened. Right. Like somebody died or yeah. something like that. Then they died in like 2015 like a famous person. And yeah. I'm like, wasn't that person dead already? already? You yeah. know, and yeah. I was just like, uh, yeah. why are they sharing this? Did they not look and see the date on when they shared it? So there's the downside of information. <laughs> yeah. Now, what what's another one there? Well, this kind of, I mean, the information thing, it kind of goes into this. Like, um... YouTube, the University of YouTube, online <laughs> learning. I love, I love. And I know we've done do this. episodes Wiki about how? YouTube. Wiki I don't how? like the social part of YouTube. I right. stay out of the comments because oh, yeah. I have seen the ugliest side of the world. Oh, on yes. YouTube. Yeah. I have that been a victim of that. the first place where you see people being nasty. Like, I remember watching some little girl read it. Singing, oh, yeah. you know, you know, she and somebody just, was you know, nasty. Yeah. yeah, this was back when people would just have vlogs, right? And right, people were calling her like all these names, and I'm Ugly like, and, or yeah, yeah, to like a 15 year or 14 or 12 right. year old kid, and it's like, what in the world? What is wrong with the people and that they feel them? that need to tear yeah. somebody down? And so now I stay out of the comments. TikTok on is like a new, like a. Yeah. Cyber like bullying, cyber bullying. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. it is. It's cyber bullying and uh, Insta and Instagram reels like uh, yeah. in YouTube. You know, like the comment section what? on that. Like I had the very same that. thing. Yeah. You know, I posted when my son was in junior high and was learning to dive, and I was I just posted on YouTube videos of him diving, learning to dive, and I got all these critiques of his dives and stuff, and I'm like, he's like. 12 years old who cares you know right we didn't open the video up saying this is an expert dive here's how you do it yeah no and and same thing i had another video on on my personal youtube channel um it it snowed and we live in the dallas area it does not snow here very often um i could probably count on my hands how many times it snowed in the 20 plus years that we've lived here and I posted this picture and, and my title of my video, uh, my picture was just the snow falling on our driveway, you know, and my title of my thing was, oh my gosh, it snowed in Texas, you know, because there are parts of Texas where it does not snow very often, if at all. Yeah. And I got all these nasty comments. Well, of course it snows in Texas. And I'm like, where are you? Yeah. Like, it doesn't do snow here. Texas? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, what is the point? Why did you have to do that? If you didn't like it, go away. Why do you even click on it? Yeah. Yeah. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. I took a class in college, and Kristen can attest to this because she helped me out with the videos for it. It was called Art, Dance, and Film. And we were doing a study of slow motion, and I had to post several videos of different thing doing different things in slow motion or recording somebody doing different things in slow motion mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube and link it to the professor. And I remember Kristen and I both went to Cheddar's and we took various videos of each other eating in slow motion. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and I had to post them online and I got some weird comments on those like, well... You didn't do that right. And I'm like, what? what? So do you practice eating in slow motion? Right. You do know? I, I don't know how to eat right? Yeah, I don't I don't right. know how to eat. Okay. But well, it was just really was the comments and not other things. I yeah, I know. Yeah, there, well, weren't, there weren't Well, any there really are those people comments, too but... that are like, Why are you eating that? Maybe you shouldn't eat that kind of food and you yeah. Right, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, why are you even watching my video? Right. I know. But like a lot of like um there's like a, I guess a part of TikTok 
that uh, I've seen a few videos, you know, like I don't really seek it out, but I've seen it like about, you know, there's a weight loss part of TikTok and then like a, like a, um, I guess happy fat girls part of TikTok, like fat rhetoric or whatever. And uh, a lot of people will go on there and just troll. It's, it's basically girls posting videos of body positivity and loving themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, people will go it's on there just to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just to troll and say, well, you need to hurt yourself. You need to lose weight. Yeah. You need yeah. to do that. And it's just like really gross. And you know the thing that makes YouTube really challenging too is that it was a place for amateurs to upload their videos of random things. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I just happened to have a video of my cat running around and I posted it on YouTube. Right. And now there's all these people making high quality professional type videos right. on YouTube and so the when- amateurs get critiqued. Right, yeah, because right. everyone expects everything on YouTube to be like Netflix quality. Right, you know, yeah. and it's and like it, it's I mean, a social video site. Right, same, yeah. Right, weird. Well, I I apologize to our YouTube viewers. Our most of our videos are very poor quality. <laughs> Because they're just, oh, I was thinking of the ones on the podcast. Well, they, it's just a black screen. It's just a black screen and it's yeah. audio. I'm like, that is very poor quality. Someone turned the lights yeah, on. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry for our TikTok viewers that I'm still learning how to make TikTok videos. But you know what? Okay? I just don't, you know, I, like I say, I don't know why we feel the need to judge people. If, if I am scrolling through Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, whatever, and I see things I don't like, I scroll past it. I click off of it. I do something else. I unfollow. I don't feel the need to comment on their beliefs or to convince them that they are wrong or whatever. I I know. I don't even give people thumbs down. I don't either. Yeah. I just go Unless away. Unless it violates like YouTube terms and conditions, I will give it a thumbs down and then I'll flag it. <laughs> you know, like if I'm like, I don't think this is supposed to be on YouTube. Right. Right. You know, but, but you know, I just, I don't, I don't, there's not a point to it. There is no point to it. Um, so there's that, that's mm. the, the downside of that part of it. So, yeah. Well, I guess another plus of social media, which this kind of leans, leads into this is, uh, it has made marketing so much more easier. <laughs> it does. It does. And that <laughs> that actually is one of the things that I use my social media for yeah, the most. Me too. Um, it, you know, obviously we're doing it with Modern Musings because we have our um, MMC, MMC chat, chat, chat group, Instagram, you know, that Facebook. we encourage you to go check us out on Facebook. <laughs> and... Um, and we post, you know, updates to what podcasts are coming out and things. And, and Kristen does the little Insta um, posts about yeah, what the, the graphic upcoming topics and, and stuff. And yeah. um, I do our TikTok videos. Right. So. And, and, and I do things also with my own company. Um, I, I have a travel agency. And so I post travel uh, videos and photos and, um, you know, advertisements or post to entice people to join some of my group cruises or whatever and I also do craft things that's my other part of my other business Mm -hmm. and so I post crafty ideas and you know and uh, it's a good platform to share those ideas right it is different ways to make something and cook something yes and Mm -hmm. I but I also use it like I use it for inspiration as well um Mm -hmm. so like I do you know we've talked about December daily one little word um some of those projects uh, project life I follow those um designers and those groups on Facebook and Instagram and those give me inspiration for my own projects and I love uh, especially when I'm working on December daily um, it as soon as that stuff starts it's it's a hashtag I follow and I just start scrolling through looking for page ideas and things I can do in my book mm-hmm. and and sometimes I'll take a little screenshot and save it for a later use or whatever and so it it provides wonderful inspiration uh, 
craft-wise. It provides inspiration for podcasts, uh, obviously. Yes. Um, and uh, just last, uh, about a month or two ago, it actually gave me an idea for one of my blogs. So, you know, um, so I like that about yes. it. But, but then there's downsides to it. Right, because you're the one giving the advertising. <laughs> right. But there's... The, it's, all the other advertising well, and, that comes and, to you. Right. There and there's two sides yeah. of that coin as well. well even with ads. even with me mm-hmm. being the one providing the advertising, um it's getting increasingly difficult to um market myself in all that racket because yeah. everybody is marketing. So where it used to be um you know a lot of content and maybe an ad or two once in a while now it's just full on advertising on all of the platforms all of the time. And so people tune it out. So it's really hard for people like me who need to market to get my message out, you know, to the, and there's sponsored ads are in between everything. People are a little faster. Every other post. And and so it's, it's just really hard. And, and, you know, Facebook changed up their, um, algorithms so that people, even if you follow someone, you may not even see all of their, ad, all of their posts. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I mean, you know, they, they are promoting people that pay them money versus people who are using the platform mm-hmm. as it was originally intended. Yeah. And so there's the downside of that. And then there's a whole nother downside that I want to go to later about targeted ads. Well, so and we that, that is that. part of that. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the advertising, because it, it has become increasingly annoying to me as a user scrolling for inspiration for my December daily mm. to find all these things that are hashtagged December daily that have nothing to do with December daily, but they know that it's a popular hashtag. Yeah. And so they're, they're putting it on there just to get people's eyes on their ads. And it, you know, it's, there's, it's just terrible. Well, I, and there's too many, too many. I am accidentally like, cracked that with my cat's Instagram a while back um I had a really high post engagement like 157 likes which is like the highest I had on a single post of one of my cats you know maybe I'll get 50 or something like that and I'm like why why did that one why why did that one do that and my uh friend sent me a message and she was like so your cats are catholic (gasps) and I'm like what and she goes yeah look at your hashtags and I accidentally like I when I was doing hashtags I was it was gonna do cataholic and I clicked on catholic instead so therefore (laughs) my cats showed up on all of the catholic page pages and all of these catholic people who were following the catholic hashtag were liking pictures of my cats and I was just like what is going on here yeah and she was like hey let's try this experiment again Again. And, we're gonna, random words. and we're see, gonna do a bunch the, of random words to see how many that's how the december daily yeah <laughs> the december daily ones or project life or whatever you know they these people have put these hashtags mm-hmm. in there because they know that it got a you know maybe they did a page maybe they did a picture of themselves daily one December or something mm-hmm. and and they hashtagged it December daily you know and then they got all these likes they got all these yeah. likes or, like, or oh. views and maybe not likes but views or whatever mm-hmm. and then and then it's like oh well let's just post that again you know yeah and so yeah it's but but again the the whole you know Facebook ads sponsored ads and and as soon as Facebook bought Instagram it started happening there and it's horrible. It's, I can't even watch my, or scroll, you know, my Instagram feed. The social is gone now. It, there you is just, no social yeah, in it anymore. you can't really engage. It's, it's not, it, you can't. Like if I try to like, if I go on my cat's page and I'm like, Hey, these are some cute cats because like, 
cat people go on and like each other's cat pages. Right, yeah. And, yeah. right. Yeah. And stuff like that. And and I click on it to like it, you know, thinking that it's one of my friends, but it's really an ad. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and same thing, you know, YouTube is the same thing. You know, you can't watch a YouTube video oh, without it being without- stopped three times to shoot an ad you and know? it's so hard like engaging students in the classroom with a youtube video because after that five second ad there it's lost yeah like uh yeah they're like okay brain break i'm done with this yeah, video totally yeah mm-hmm. and so you could have been you know giving them something really informative and fun and a different way to present some information yeah. and now yeah and and you have no control over what those <gasps> no. ads yes. are. I yeah, was watching that's a video ridiculous. about something like about literature or something. I was like, "Ooh, this would be really good for Amber." And it paused in the middle to do a commercial, and it was very inappropriate. She was talking about some kind of like um, substance, and oh. I was like, "Oh well, mm. no, yeah. yeah." I was like, "No, gosh, Amber luckily that hasn't, yeah, luckily that hasn't happened yet." We usually just get like Grammarly ads oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that right. or Verbo ads or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But I've, I've had ads yeah. pop up that were very inappropriate to um, for children or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. wait, wait, wait yeah. a minute, you know. So and they should be like you know like follow the television rule maybe you know like but who watches TV anymore? But, but you know the ad put the ad before the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. not in the middle. Not in the middle. Put it before it. Make me watch it in order to see the video. Well, I'm making it, cringe face. I know you're making cringe face. Please but don't make me watch something. Well, that I but don't watch. but well, the it, thing is, is that they're going to make you watch something anyway. It's yeah. the content so, creators like they get paid for that. Like they. Well, not even that because I, don't think I they get to choose. What they those put ads are. they put those ads in my videos as well, and it. I don't get any money from that. Yeah. I do not get any and, money from that. And like if that is how YouTube is, makes money. If your podcast is um, launched through iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio puts other podcasts advertisements. advertisements on those podcasts yes. and they could be completely unrelated to. Right. And they have yeah. no choice as to what, Yeah, you know, they're yeah. just whatever is. Just like our blog. Your... There are ads on our blog, mm-hmm. you know, um, now we do allow the ads on our blog, I, but Those I think are targeted so they could be different ads for me than they are for you. Right, right. Um, but I think they, I think you have to have the ads. I'm not positive about that, but I think you have to have the ads. It's just a you get to kind of control where they go, that kind of thing. Mm. But um, but yeah, there's just so many things of those that. You know, it's interrupted by the ads. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't escape them. Mm-hmm. So, what else? You, what other things do you oh. have? Well, uh, we we had our uh, pro cons pros, right? So we picked so, through all the co- the yeah, pros. Yeah, we picked we through all picked the pros. Them. Wow. Okay. So now, now we're I have just like straight some, up cons. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. I just have like some cons, like a uh, online versus reality. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. one. Um, that one's a hard one because yeah, people people look at people's lives and they compare themselves mm-hmm. to what they see online and mm-hmm. they expect that that is what they life are is like. For right, them. like your food posts, right? If someone were to look at that and just think like, "Wow, that's all the types of food you eat, but you eat other stuff." Yeah. You're right. not showing the snacks No, I don't of- celery and broccoli yeah i'm right? just showing i'm just showing the cool looking food right yeah right. and like i said i only eat a bite maybe two of it like right. my fiance and i share it especially if it's something sweet you know like uh i don't eat a lot of sweets right so i'm gonna take a bite of it because i want to enjoy it but i'm not going to eat the whole thing right. i'm not going to eat all those calories mm-hmm. right and of course, that's you know like uh, my facade that I'm showing the world. Like, hey, you know, I'm on this weight loss journey, but I can eat all of this food. Yeah. No, I don't a eat lot of, all of the food. A lot of people are, are yeah, and it's the same thing. You know, people show themselves working out. Well, they 
Sometimes they don't really work out. They just no, look they cute just in the clothes. Wanna, yeah, they just want to like show a <laughs> or, picture of themselves at the gym. Like, hey, I'm working out. Hey, they yeah. made it to the gym. I'm not right. complaining. Yeah, they, or, they got well, they got further than I, than I got. Yeah, <laughs> but but they also have pictures, you know, uh, out with their boyfriend or out with their friends or on a trip, and then and that's all the stuff that they post, and then people don't see that there's other parts of their life that aren't as rosy. Or yeah, as because wonderful. people only want to post. The they don't rosy post the things. negative they don't stuff. Post the bad you know, stuff. I don't post the days when my toilet overflowed. Yeah, you know, and I'm having to clean it up or whatever. I don't post the thousand mile high stack of laundry that Ooh. you know, or when my house is dirty. I don't post those pictures. So here's the thing that society is always trying to say i forget what that word is where you act according to what society's expectations are but you know there's that standard that everyone expects you to mm-hmm. hit right mm-hmm. being polite and not being awkward and those right. kind of things right. right yeah so with social media even people say like don't air out your dirty laundry i made that mistake one time i went on facebook and i vented about something and then mm. you know like my ex-boyfriend's mom was like yeah get that off of Facebook don't talk about my son like that you know and it was like well it's the truth right you know so why is it perfectly acceptable to only have the nice things right because people don't want to see the negative right but that's when social media is untrue then it is the entire thing is just a lie because if it's not okay to tell the nitty-gritty truth and be honest then the whole thing is a lie right and that in itself is bad. It is. Yeah. It's a lie. It because becomes it, the bad thing. It gives us these it's expectations. We have these unrealistic ideas that so-and-so's marriage is so perfect and her life is so perfect because she has the best job and the best looking husband and she always looks put together and her kids are the captain of the football team and the head cheerleader and and Mm. they do this and they go to you know do this and all that and you don't see the fact that her husband's drinking and and beating her her at night yeah yeah, and and, And we have the, we look at her. cockroaches in the kitchen. Yeah. We we look at her and we (laughs) want to idealize her life. And then you feel bad about yourself because you don't have that perfect life that she has. And it's not real. It's not real. Right. That kind of goes back to like uh, our girl wash your face episode actually. Because uh, she was talking about like the comparison the, the yeah the comparison and then like the things that go on in the background of her life like uh when she was when she was talking about like uh you know like the like the what sh- the pictures that she posts on social media right. versus you know like maybe there's a picture of her and her son um jumping on the trampoline or whatever but what she doesn't talk about is like uh she like fell off the trampoline in Peter Pants which is right. one of the stories in <laughs> right. her yep. book or whatever yeah. Yeah. so you know like uh yeah there's yeah. this fun picture of her and her son uh jumping on the trampoline right before she jumped off the trampoline right <laughs> you right. know right yeah there's i like I say, I we compare ourselves to other people, and we just we have no idea because it's like Kristen said, it's all fake. It it is, and you know, okay. So if we want to use that social media as a way to um, spread light to the world and and only post the the good things, then we must be willing to acknowledge and understand. The that we're, things, we're yeah. not yeah. seeing the whole story mm-hmm. and 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 understand that we're all the same really so you know it's that's the that's the part of that i mean you you can't look at it as as though everybody's perfect but me you can't and that's the one big con of social media like there i have other cons but a lot of them kind of go back to that con like anxiety depression from seeing people's posts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. comparison Mm -hmm. self-image issues bullying fear of like uh you know you're living the wrong type of life because all of these other people are living like this awesome life life, with like uh all their kids wearing 
all right. white and they're like taking pictures in the blue well, bonnets and you're and, like, and well, I, think I we, want that. I think you know. we talked about this before on one of the previous podcasts, but you know, when my, when my husband joined the, the band that he's currently in, um, all of the band members were, um, they're all his age. Um, a couple of them are married and, you know, and a couple of the pass through members, different members that have been in there, um, were single guys and, you know, the, the married couples had a little more money and they could go on, um, you know, vacations to the Dominican Republic or Costa Rica or whatever. And they had nice houses and nice cars and nice and gear. gear and yeah. stuff like that. And, and, and he came home angry that he didn't have those things, you know, and, and, and I was, I had to stop and point out, it's not because we squander our money. It's because we have different priorities. We have different responsibilities and different lives, different lives. We have children. None of those other people had children. They were all, um, married you know, couples with no children. So when we were spending our money raising kids and buying Easter dresses and, um, uh, <laughs> you know, sending kids to summer camp but, and paying yeah. for college or whatever, yeah. they were spending that money on going to Costa Rica and investing in, you know, stocks and bonds and, you know, doing whatever. And we didn't buy our first house until, um, Stephen hit junior high. So, um, and he's the youngest of my two children by 10 years. Yeah. I was in college. Yeah. Kristen was in college. So, and that was when we bought our first home. So, you know, by comparing ourselves to them, it's, it's apples and oranges. Yeah. And, and, that's the thing that I don't, I think people don't see when they're looking at social media and comparing their lives to these people they grew up with. Well, they came from the same background as me. So how come they've got all this? Well, they have a different life. Um, they have different things. And you know what? They may be looking at you saying, oh, look at their, look at them. They have the perfect marriage or whatever, you know, and um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you have to think of it this way is that, you know, while you're sitting here, you know, with your ego and being jealous of somebody, mm-hmm. there is somebody on the other end that has it worse than you. Yeah. And they're looking at you and they are jealous of you. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They, yeah. they may be looking at you and thinking, well, why, why, why does her life look so perfect? Because you know, I'm posting because- those pictures. I'm not posting the negative pictures. I'm posting the positive pictures. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what? When I posted the negative pictures, people yelled at me about it, you know, yeah, or whatever. Or so I, I quit posting comments. negative comments or whatever. Nobody I just, wants that. Nobody wants to see it. So, I mean, they let me know without any questions that that was, I shouldn't be posting that. So I'm like, well, okay, then I won't, I won't post anything. But, you know, (laughs) yeah. so, you know, it's so if they're looking at me thinking my life is perfect, well, guess what? You know, I've had breast cancer. I have diabetes. I'm overweight. My husband has cancer. Yeah. Nobody's life is perfect. Guess what, guys? Like, I'm going to turn 40 this year and I just took a trip out of the country with the Murrays here. They gave me the opportunity to finally actually leave the United States and go on a real vacation that I paid for myself with my own money the first time in my life mm-hmm. at 39 years old. And and how long did it take us to pay for that vacation? It took us two years two of years. paying off that vacation. Was it right. that long? It, two Pretty, it was years. A, at least a year and a half. Yeah. 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 Well, it, yeah, a year and a half of paying off yeah. just the cruise, but then another yeah. half you a year what? saving money that, to go on the cruise. That is something that I think social media also makes things come more to light. I mean, and also just regular media itself, but seeing other people doing things and having fun and going out to eat and, like, you can see all their outfits. Right. And, um... I think that when you see people on social media and you see the things that they have and what they're doing, it makes you think like, "Ooh, I want that too. And 
so then you try to also mimic that mm-hmm. um, and you look at like well how come they get to go to all those places I had to remind myself that not everybody is paying cash right for a that. lot of those people yeah you imagine cards, how many of living, those people are charging up charging their, up their credit, credit cards yeah for that so yeah don't try to live the life of your neighbor because you don't know how they're paying for that. Right. Or if somebody has a Louis Vuitton bag, I bet you they got it from an estate sale. I have a Prada (laughs) bag that my mom got from an estate sale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A Prada bag. Now, where in my life? Yeah. I mean, it could be. I'm not even saying that. No, just the one that you see online. If you see somebody with one that's, it could be fake. I've never had my Prada bag authenticated because I didn't want to know, you know. Like it was a gift from my mom that she found at an estate sale of the... One of the ladies that uh, that owned at the time the Wagner Ranch. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was like, "Well, why would a well?" I was thinking at the time, "Why would a Wagner Ranch woman have a fake Prada?" But she could have it, you know. You but never know. Yeah. but you never know. Beside the point, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's beside the point. Is that I have a Prada bag now because it's a Prada bag. I don't really carry it places, right? But yeah. like, it's just it's dear to me. It's sentimental because my mom found that for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there is no way in my world as a teacher that I can buy a $5,000 purse and justify that. But in the same time, like you could share a picture of of yourself carrying that bag and you're going to get a whole bunch of different like you're gonna haters. Get, you're going to get people going, you're a teacher. Why are you wasting your money? Your what little money that you make, you mm-hmm. know, on Prada bags because they don't know and they assume. So they make yeah. themselves a jerk. And then you have other people that are like, dang, I wish I was like Amber. You know, I'm, I'm going to go get doing a Prada bag. Right. I'm going to go know. get a Prada bag. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So at, for a brief time in my life, I sold it because I needed the money. But for a brief time in my life, I had a Louis Vuitton bag. And you'll never guess how I got that bag. I got it playing musical chairs. Wow. I I went to a (laughs) ladies' night promotional event in Louisville when I was living in Louisville. It was at, like, one of the favorite, one of mine and Hallie's favorite restaurant. Um, My friend Hallie, I don't know if I've mentioned her here on before. But um, we went to this ladies' night promotional event that she heard about through her work. And uh, I won, like, a drawing thing to get up on stage and play musical chairs with a bunch of ladies to get this. So you won twice. Yeah, to, you won yeah. in the drawing. And you won. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and to get this Louis Vuitton Ooh, let's bag. Take that girl to Vegas. And the only reason <laughs> I won is because I have a big butt. That's all I'm going <laughs> to oh, say. You can knock people out of the chair. Yeah. So it turns out that that was a fake Louis Vuitton bag, mm-hmm. but even fake Louis Vuitton bags are worth fifteen hundred dollars. So it was a brand new bag, and I was scared to carry it. And I ended up, like, falling on hard times and having to sell it for, like, $500. But, uh, you know, it was still a $1,500 bag, whether it was fake or not. But uh, for a brief time in my life, I owned a Louis Vuitton knockoff bag. How funny. So what else do you have? Oh, well, we talked about, like, bullying, Mm self-image issues. Um, Here's one. Uh, fear of missing out. FOMO. Yeah. yeah. My husband has that. Oh. He cannot peel away from Facebook. He yeah. scrolls yeah. and scrolls. Fear of missing something um, that somebody you know, posted or some right. event or well, something. You know, I used to scroll through my Facebook posts every single day back to when capture them all yeah until, when, back, back when, when they, they were when in they order. didn't have Time they yeah. were in order by when you when they were posted and i would start at the top and scroll backwards until i so, saw the what i saw yesterday yeah and and i would look at all of them that same mm-hmm. yeah and then 
And when Facebook changed the um, algorithm, and th- I was so frustrated by it because I couldn't you do that. You took the fun. I was out of having it. FOMO. It, it did. It took all the fun out you, of it. You started missing. Same things thing in happened with lives. Instagram. Instagram was the same way. I could go through, go through, go through, until I got to the my po- the post that I had posted or seen last. Instagram was the worst too. Like it got worse than Facebook whenever oh, they started doing that, gosh. and it's, that was the reason why I stopped using. Instagram. Sometimes I get the same the same post like three times and there's yes. stuff after it that I haven't seen yet and yeah so I don't know it so okay my experience with FOMO is um I you know was heavily on Facebook because when I was working at the scrapbook store sometimes I would be there and there would be much to do I would just kind of scroll and uh, so I was on you know and then when COVID hit, you know, this was like 10 years later, right? So there's a lot of scrolling going on there. I don't Lots even want to know how much. Years. I don't want to know how much. But COVID hit and there was a lot of political that, that stuff going on. That ties into usage problems. Right. <laughs> that, I was just like, you know, I need to, I don't want to be here anymore because I wasn't feeling the vibes of a lot of the posts. And I was already kind of in a down, depressed state because Mm -hmm. you know I wasn't at work you know my work is my life and my friends so you know I was kind of feeling away so I didn't want to be on Facebook so I really like stepped away from uh Facebook but I was having FOMO because I kept thinking well like what if somewhere in all that junk and negative political stuff there's something good Mm-hmm. That I'm gonna miss, uh-huh. and so I kept thinking like, well, maybe. And, and it took me a while. I kept pulling it up, and I would scroll, and I would be like, uh-huh. oh, it's more junk still. And because I kept seeing stuff that I didn't want to see, I was able to detach from that, right. from the FOMO, right. pretty quickly. And now I don't even feel it anymore. Yeah. I scroll on there, and I'll get like two minutes in, and I'm like, now I remember why I don't get on here anymore. Right, right. Well, my biggest pet peeve in all that is that people use Facebook or social media or whatever to like tell people like hey i'm having a kid but then they can't just text you and be like because they if they you know you're not on social media or whatever they can't just text you and be like hey i'm having a kid well you know that's or, how hey, i found out I'm my great grandmother passed away yeah i, I have found out multiple well, family technically members that's how death. i found out my dad passed away yeah yeah like on facebook not yeah. from anybody in my well, family, yeah. multiple family members. Oh deaths. my God, that's how yeah. Travis found out that his aunt passed away, too. Yeah. Because um, yeah. his dad, uh, Travis's dad, w- called me and said, Hey, keep him off the internet, you know, because yeah. he knows that's what he's going to do. As soon as he gets off work, he's going to start scrolling. And so I told Travis, I was like, Just put your phone down for a minute. Um, you know, yeah. just don't look at it for a second. We need to go somewhere. Uh, let's go to your dad's, you know. And I was like, just can you not look at your phone for like 10 minutes? And he couldn't do it. Yeah. We got like three blocks from our house. And I'm serious. Like his dad lives like five minutes from us. And, and it was just like, see, I was trying to tell you, right. you know, because right. someone posted it on Facebook. Right. Well, um, and that's why I don't like those kind of announcements on there. My, um, when my dad passed away, um, it, it was not a surprise. Um, let me just start there. Um, he had been, uh, in hospice for well over a year. Um, and he was doing pretty poorly at the time. Uh, you know, obviously he was in hospice, but he was in really rapid decline at that point. And I had a group cruise that I had to go on, um, that I was the organizer of. And so, uh, about midway through the cruise, I was in port one day and my husband got a hold of me and said, Hey, um, be prepared when you come home. Your dad's doing pretty poorly. We're going to have to book it back home to Lubbock. And so I kind of knew to expect it. And, um, somehow I'm not even sure. I think I bought the social media package or something. Um, and the, the next morning, I got up and I got a Facebook um, uh, notification that my brother had posted something. And sure enough, my my own brother had posted that my dad had passed away. And that was how I found out. Um, I was I was very um, 
I mean, obviously I was distraught that my dad had passed away, but more so that it was announced on Facebook before anyone even had the opportunity to notify me. And I, I, I don't think he did. I don't think he did it maliciously at no, all. No, he just wanted to share his grief. With his, the world. He was yeah. sharing his grief, but and he not thinking about that. The, dad told you, yeah. Well, he didn't know. He pro- he may he not have even known know. that I was on a cruise. You know, right. he may not have known. So yeah, I mean, so that's. I don't like posting that kind of information immediately on. Yeah, I that. think there should be like a five-day grace period or something. Or at least like two or three days, days you know. Yeah, yeah because, um, and, and also just to give the family time to mourn without everyone bombarding them with well wishes, or, you know. Phone dinging off every five right. seconds. Right, yes, because that's the other thing that happens. Oh, I heard the news, you know, just over and over and over like, and over and over. And when your direct immediate you family member passes away, you have a lot of things. You have a lot of to. things to deal with right then, and and dealing with people's, um, well, making themselves feel better by by consoling you on Facebook is not one of the things you need to be dealing with. Yeah. So I I do that. Hey friends, this is Cindy. Thanks for joining us. Obviously, we had a lot to say on this episode, and rather than cut ourselves short, we decided to just keep talking. You can catch the rest of this episode tomorrow. Thanks again for joining us.